Hi everyone, welcome to Brilliant Life. This is your girl, Marie. And today I have an amazing lady called Shemaine Shalumbu. And yeah, today we are going to have a, an interesting topic. Very, very much interesting topic that I haven't actually myself heard of it. But yes, um, it's a transition. Transitioning from single life to married life. So I'm not going to show us the ring. Like... Shemaine. I can show you the thing confidently or proudly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Um, Shemaine, may you please introduce yourself to us? Yes. Hi, everyone. Um, as I was introduced, my name is Shemaine Shalumbu. Um, um, yeah, what else should I say? Should I say what I like, what I don't like? <laughs> so do you want me to go a little bit deeper? Yes, basically, who? Who are you with, Shemaine, that we are listening to? Okay, Shemaine, um, first of all, Shemaine loves God. She's passionate about preaching preaching Christ. Um, Shemaine has a wonderful husband who really loves her. And yeah, he's really an amazing man. And about that, I'm very passionate about people, purpose. I mean, if you go to any of my platforms, you will see Christ. Um, so that's one of my main passions. I'm passionate about taking care of myself, I love my coffees. Um, I would literally go on a coffee date, just me, myself, and I. Um, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Yeah, I love coffees. I like traveling. I, yeah, I like coffee. I like traveling. I like reading. Yeah, that's a little bit about me. All right. Um, hmm. We are hearing of this word transitioning, right? Yeah. To transition. Yeah. What is that, like in your own understanding, what is transitioning? Um, so when I think of transitioning, I think of two things. Number one, the first thing that comes to my mind is what is transitioning? And the second thing, when I think of transitioning, I think of stewarding your transition, you know? So what is transitioning? First of all, transitioning has to do with you changing or God shifting you, God changing a season in your life, you know, whether it's God from singleness to marriage or whether you are relocating to another area, God shifting you, God changing a season in your life. And, um, Transitioning is also as a result of you as a person evolving. You know, when you begin to develop yourself, when you are reading books, when you are attending seminars, when you are being mentored, when you are studying the word, when you are giving yourself to growth, you as a person also begin to evolve. And once you begin to evolve, God begins to transition you. Um, I want to say an example. For example, um, I remember when God told me that I should start sharing the word of God on my Facebook you know, just write, you know, just write, share scripture, share um, just whatever the Holy Spirit lays on my heart. And for a whole year, I was just sharing, but there was not so much impact, just year one or two people. But then God began to tell me like, listen, Shemaine, you need to become excellent. You need to put in excellence in, the, in what you're writing. You need to check your grammar. You need to make sure that what you're posting is excellent. And I started doing that. And when I started doing that, um, people then started inviting me to come and share on their channels, on their podcasts, like for example now. You know, so because I evolved, I allowed God to work mm-hmm. on me, sometimes transitioning because you as a person, you have transitioned. God also begins to open doors for you. So transitioning can be different forms. It can be God shifting you and it can also be you walking alongside God and hence you transition. And I want to share, um, I want to share actually a story um, from the book of Luke 8. So the Bible talks about a woman with the issue of blood. 
Now, this woman, Jesus mm-hmm. was preaching in that particular town. So this woman then, she she squeezes through the crowd to touch Jesus. And the moment she touches Jesus, she she gets healed instantly. But they say that this woman was having an issue of blood for 12 years, 12 years of her life. So sometimes that's like an instant transition. Just imagine maybe somebody going through depression for 12 years and you're transitioning into a new season. And that's what we call stewarding transition. When you talk about stewarding transition is building the capacity to handle this new season that God has placed you in. For example, when you were uh, a supervisor and then you became a, a manager, there's a new level of wisdom that you need to operate in. There's a new level of discipline that you need to operate in. There's a new level of exposure. Your mentors are no longer going to be the same. So that's why you need to know also how to transition. And then you also need to know how do I steward this transition? How do I take this opportunity that God has brought before me and how do I build on it so other doors can open? So basically how you take the transition, how you, like when I was single, I made sure that I was getting mentored. I was attending seminars. I was sitting with women that are twice my own, twice my age, that have kids that have, you know, and I sat amongst them and I was learning, you know, preparing myself. Because when God, when I knew that God was going to transition me, I knew that I also needed to be prepared. Yeah. So transitioning, transitioning is transitioning on its own is, is important, but we also need to understand how do I actually steward this transition that God has brought before me? How do I, where do I need to evolve? What is the mindset I need? What is the discipline I need to, to, try to, make, to, to take this, this opportunity that God has brought and amplify it? I hope it makes sense. Wow, that, that is really, really, really mouthful. And yeah. personally, <laughs> as you are speaking, I'm like, oh girl, you got things to work on right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how sometimes we want to get into a new season, but we don't um, intentionally work on ourselves or prepare ourselves to be, to get into that season, right? Yeah. And as you are now speaking, it's really, mm, yes, it's really true. And it's opening up my, like my eyes to see it in that perspective. And as soon as you go here and sit next to women that are two years older than you um it's quite profound and yeah yeah, that is really 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 awesome yeah and i I want to ask how was your yeah oh no you can continue yeah no i was just saying that i think that a lot of people there because i realized that a lot of people transition god opens the door for them but the thing is like it you now have to determine like what are you going to do with this Thing. Even marriage, God brings that that man, that husband that you've been praying for. And but are you able, do you have the capacity to handle the kind of man that God has brought before you? You know, you're praying, God, I want a, a man of God, a, a man that is a preacher, but do you have the capacity? Can you are you can intercede? But the point is just that one actually really needs to prepare for transitioning. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. good. Yeah, no, it it actually makes sense. And also maybe that is also one of the reasons why God keeps people in the same um, season for a number of, of, a period of time, because Mm. we are not really, you know, transition, not transitioning, but we are not preparing ourselves or we are not ready for the next stage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that is the point I wanted to make. Some people are waiting for God to open the store. I'm waiting for God to promote me at work. I'm waiting for God to elevate me spiritually. 
but what is the work that you're putting in? You know, what is the work? Like, what is, because I believe that it's a partnership, you working alongside God. God has, God has empowered you. But are you lazy? Do you, or do you have goals? Are you like, God, okay, you've called me to go and to be a preacher. I'm going to, I'm going to study my word. I'm going to meditate on my word. I'm going to be prayerful, you know? So are you now, <laughs> so when God opens the platforms, you know, you can actually handle the platforms that you have prayed for. You can actually steward these platforms. You can handle them. Do you know when God puts you in front of people that are more wise than you, how do you respond to them? How do you respond to correction? Do you get what I mean? So it's just you positioning yourself, knowing that, okay, God is going to open the store, but there are certain things that I'm going to have to really work on so that I'm, so I also have the capacity to handle it and not leave it entirely up to God. It's like, people, it's like sometimes doors get open, but people can't sometimes sustain the doors or, yeah, transition well, basically. Yeah, no, I... I hear you on that. And um, how was your last three months? Let us not take a lot of months, but the three months before your marriage. How how was life experience then? Were you excited to move? Obviously, you were excited to move on to the new season. But yeah. what what are things that you also learned through that short period of of, of season? Like, Um, that's the period of, of, of single lifestyle. Okay. So I think I wanted to actually share a bit of my genesis, but I think, okay, let me just stick to the last three months. I think um, the last three months, you know, every girl dreams the last three months are going to be so just beautiful. And I actually had like a really difficult last three months, like in terms of the things I went through, like spiritually, the things I went through with people. And it was really, uh, it was really, <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of fights can be laid. Like we you think that those last three months are going to be your, you know, but yo, I, I honestly, I, I, <laughs> Three months after I got married, I almost went through uh, some form of a, um, a mini depression. Not because I was not happy. I was really happy at home. But it's just all the things that happened to me during those last three months of, 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 getting, of getting married, spiritual things, and also just people and stuff like that. What I can say is, which I'm grateful for, which I did do, is that I moved back into my parents' home. Um, I wanted to spend the last three months mm-hmm. with mom and dad just to say bye. I'm not very big. <laughs> I'm not a very, very big girl. So I, I I took some time to go home to go stay with mom and dad and just you know those three, last three months serve them, love them, and basically just say bye. I'm 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 moving to a new chapter because I got married and the day after I also relocated to another town. So it was quite a transition, yeah. So so yeah. And now what's your genesis? My genesis was basically you know when I was at, at high school. When I was in high school, um, when I was 18 years old, grade 12, um, I told myself that I'm not going to date at university. I told myself I'm not going to date any guy at university. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't want to date was because I felt like I didn't have the maturity to handle or to know what I want. Because, you know, when you're, you're 16, 17, you want a, a cute, you must be cute, you must be light-skinned, or you must be like this and like that. And now I'm transitioning. Now I'm thinking to myself, like, that is not a standard really to have. Come on, a person can be cute and the heart is is is, is not okay or the, no character and they don't even love God. 
So I told myself, let me give myself a grace period of four years. I'm not going to date anyone at uni. I'm going to focus on God in my school. And my my hope was that after, after those four years that I was going to be able to, to decide then, okay, these are the things that are important to me. So let me then start considering somebody, you know? And I think I also didn't want to date in uni because I felt like I wanted to be, you know, when you sometimes I feel like when you start dating early, you also grow up very fast, you know? So I just felt like I didn't want to grow up fast. I wanted to be a child. I wanted to just go and buy my $10 hot, hot dog and drink my juice. I didn't want to be, now I must I have a boyfriend. I must. <laughs> so I, I just told myself intentionally, listen, you must be I want to be young. Yeah, I, I want to. Be, I don't want to be thinking, oh, where is he? I must look, my hair must be high. University was the time of just, being yourself and, and finding yourself, you know. So that was my genesis. And that's why I, d- I did not date any guy at mm-hmm. university. Even though they came, I was just like, uh-uh, I'm, I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. I'm not ready to mature. I mean, everyone's story is different, but I, I just, you know, I even prayed and said, God, please, um, I, I'm not ready for that. I don't want, I don't want hard issues now. I want to focus on God and school. I did mission, I did missions with Campus Crusade. I traveled with them. I, I did as much as I could in my uni years, you know. And even when I finished yeah. my university, I still, that's when I had an idea of what I wanted. Okay, I want a man of this kind of caliber. I And mind you, I started praying for my husband when I was in uni, when I was 18 years old. No, 16, 17 day. I had a prayer journal. And I would pray for his salvation. Mm-hmm. I would pray that he would love God. I would pray because I thought like, I know the kind of man that I want. So let me invest in him already by praying for him, you know? I don't want to really socialize with guys, but I can actually start praying for him. So I started praying for him and I started, and I started having a journal and I always write down the prayer points and stuff like that. So I, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So basically you protect yourself from 16. Yeah. Was it 16 yeah. or 17? All I right. think, you know so what? I, can I almost say, asked you. Yeah. I almost asked you how long did you prepare yourself for marriage? But now you mentioned yeah. it from 16. That's when you started praying for him. Mm-hmm. And you and want to know yourself in university. Yeah. Ah. And mm, I met my husband at 27. How long did you date? And what did you okay. uh, call it? Was it a courtship? Was it a relationship? Situation <laughs> Dating? I'm coming in a violence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, first thing, first thing, I, I met my husband at 27. So on the 31st of December, God told me, mm. like, this time next year, you're going to have somebody mm. special in your life. You know, and I was just like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I need to top up my game a little bit. I need to take care of my face, my skin. You know, I'm meeting this guy. and blah, blah, blah. So I met my husband when I was 27. And we dated, like, for two and a half years before we got married. My husband was my first kiss and it was at the altar. I didn't kiss anyone else from my husband. So my husband was my first kiss and it was, at, and I've always prayed when I was a young girl, ever since I was 16, not, not always, but I, I prayed and asked God if I could have my first kiss with my husband at the altar. So I was really, really grateful that God really helped me keep myself, you know? <laughs> it wasn't easy nice. though. It was not easy. I'm not even going to lie. It was not easy, but yo. I know, it's, it's not easy. Mm. Yeah, so I met him at 27. We dated for two and a half years. We got engaged after a year and a half. And um yeah, and then we got yeah, we got married. And he's like, I liked him, man. I liked the guy. I really liked him. So <laughs> God, God, God went. You liked him, you don't like him anymore. 
No, no, I like I like him now still a lot, a lot more. But you know, but when, you know when I was you, you know, know when I was praying for a husband, nah, when I was praying for a husband, I was like, uh, God, I must like him, I must think he's cute, I must find mm-hmm. him handsome, I must just find his brain attractive, like he must really hold conversation. You know, because I, I really like reading and I, I can't imagine, you know, somebody that is, is not into reading or no, no. So you are you are you are really speaking it. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, speak those not, things, please. I, I, those things of Lord, I'll just receive him. however he comes. I'm grateful. I was like, Father, I'm your daughter. <laughs> So I have a little bit of a list of not, not I didn't have like a, a, a though obviously I, I I obviously did pray about his character, his integrity and whatnot. But what I really mm. emphasize is that I must also like <laughs> like his conversations must be interesting. I cannot be bored, like oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> that one thing that you thank yourself every single day for doing before before you before you got married. Oh, the one thing. Um, you know, I'm thinking of a couple of things that I feel like were really good. But I think what one of the things that I I think like, oh man, there are a couple of things. But I think I I think is it I think getting mentorship was one of the things that that really gave me a lot of perspective. Even when I was, uh, when even when I started preparing myself to, 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 because when I was single, I used to go to uh, relationship seminars, marriage seminars. I used to get mentored by, I was a bridesmaid even nine times, you know, <laughs> made of honor three times. So I used to serve, uh, um, not that everyone should do this, but I, I wanted to really serve my friends. I wanted to use that as opportunity to learn I, I would observe how is my friend treating her husband? What is respect? How is she speaking to him? Because I was like a very, you know, strong-headed kind of person. So for me, I, I knew that there are a lot of things in me that needs a lot of work, you know? You can't just say that this is the way I am and he must just accept me for what I am. No, you must be willing to grow and evolve. God says a, one, a woman must submit, you know? What does submission look like, you know? So there were, there were things in me that I knew that I needed to work, mm-hmm. work on. And I, I, I got a mentor. She, was, she wanted to teach me, this is how men are. This is how men think. This is how, I'm so grateful for the woman that, um, that, that, that were that took time aside just to sit me down and have brutally honest conversations mm-hmm. with me, you know. So that was I think one of the things that I, I'm really grateful that I did. I, I had mentorship even when I before I got married. My married friends, I think there were five of them. They had like a separate um, small bridal shower for me, apart from the big one. And they they prayed over me. They spoke life over my marriage. They 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 shared a lot of things with me that I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> They gave me gifts, very special gifts. And and it was so nice. I was, I felt so blessed. Like I didn't have to go in this thing, like I don't know what to do. You know, I actually had women that were willing to be vulnerable and share their hearts with me, you know, so that I can, you know, step into marriage with a little bit of a head start. You know, somebody once said that great people, um, if I've seen further than you, it's because I've stood on the shoulders of somebody um higher. Greater, you know, so ooh, there goes my there goes my earring. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Let me just get it. Let me just get it. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So so basically, um, sorry for that, guys. Um, yeah, this is just raw, authentic. <laughs> That's quite interesting, <laughs> right? What are practical ways of being a disciplined person? Like what? What? How? How can I? How can a person, right? Because the the mm. things that you explain right now, from yeah before marriage, like in single, like before university to university, 
uh, through mm. um, to marriage, all that requires one thing and it's discipline, right? And it seems mm. like you have really been a disciplined person, right? Now, what are the mm. practical ways that one can be uh, disciplined? Um, I mean, first of all, I always say your why. You must love your future more than your, your current situation. You must, you must love you. You must, you must think to yourself like five years from now, this is where I see myself. This is where I see myself spiritually. This is where I see myself financially. This is where I see myself. And whatever, whatever I saw now, I'm going to, if I'm lazy now, five years from now, I will just be looking at my life and things are just happening, you know? So I know exactly five years from now, these are the kind of fruit I want to see in my life. And I am willing to pay the price, whatever the price looks like, whether it's sitting amongst mentors, whether it's, um, whether it's going to seminars, whether it's staying up late reading, whether it's exposing myself to certain content, whether it's studying the word nonstop, whatever it is, you know, because I know that two years from now, this is my two-year goal. I know, I, I tell, I, I dream with God. Like, I, I, I dream with God. I, I ask him to show me what he wants to achieve through my life. And I dream with him. And when he shows me the dreams that he, he shows me, I'm like, I have a responsibility. I have my part to play. And I cannot go blame God and say, but Lord, none of these things came to pass. Like, but why did you do with the talent I gave you? Why did you do with the two gifts that I gave you? Did you polish them? Were you working on them? Were you practicing? You know, when you when an athlete practices, they build muscle, you know, and they build capacity. The more you practice, the more you grow in your gifts, your talents, the grace that God has given you. So first of all, discipline, I think, I think of my future. I think of my kids. I want to leave, leave a legacy for my kids. I don't want to be just some ordinary person. I don't want to also, I, I want to leave a legacy for my kids. I think of myself, the things I want to achieve. And also my relationship with God, you know, I, I, the Bible says, um, you earth, you earth, if you love him, you will obey him. So I know that my obedience is is linked to my is, is linked to my, my relationship with God. So if he says, if he tells me like, Shemaine, you need to, work on these things this year, I take it very serious. I, I don't have time to compromise on those things because it matters to me. It matters to God. And so it matters to me also. So that is what keeps me disciplined. It's really just, I want to see, I want to see God um, fulfill his will and purpose for my life, you know, and I understand that it's not going to be, it's not going to be a walk in the park. It's I, I'm going to have to pay a price for that. And and also, if I look at my future, I, I always tell my husband, or my husband and I always joke with each other, like, our future is so bright, we need sunglasses, you know? So I don't want to just say it. I also want to, you know, I also want to to work, um, putting the work towards the kind of future that I want. Yeah, and that somebody once said that discipline determines destiny, you know? If you're not disciplined, no matter how much big things God has for your life, you know, you're not disciplined, you'll just see... I'm just not getting the, you know, so I, I that, mm. <laughs> well done, good and faithful servant. I want to hear those words. What are your fundamentals of faith? My fundamentals of faith, um, my fundamentals of faith is John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only beloved son, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have an everlasting life. And uh, another scripture I would say is uh, um, John 4, verse 16. I, I just hope it, yeah, John 4, 16, it says that Jesus says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. My fundamental of my faith is Jesus Christ is the only way to God. Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. There is no other God. You know, there's no other gods 
you know? And I'm saying this specifically because I remember one day I was evangelizing to somebody and the person was like, yeah, can, can, can Rastafarianism also take you to heaven? Can, can, I told them like, John six, John four sixteen says Jesus is the only way, you know. So the fundamental of my faith is Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in I believe in the Bible. I don't I don't believe. For me, my the Bible determines my value system, not my opinions. Sometimes people ask, "What is your opinion about this thing and that thing?" My opinion comes from the word of God, you know, and my greatest desire and hunger is Holy Spirit help me to live a life obedient to God. Help me to bring God glory. I want to see my father smile. When my father thinks of Charmaine Shalubu on earth, I want, I want him to say, this is my servant whom I, I can use. She's available for me to use, use her. So at the, end of the, at the end of my life, you know, I, I want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. You know, that is, that is the, 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 the bedrock. That is the, the foundation of my faith. It is to live a life that pleases my father, that honors him, even before my husband, before myself, you know, God first. That is that is basically the fundament the fundamental of my faith. God first, and and and, and not to compromise. You know, it's, especially in this culture, there's just so many things. It's this and that, this and that. But we shouldn't compromise. The truth is the truth, and we shouldn't compromise. Is the truth of God's word that is going to set people free from sin, from um, going to hell. It's the truth of God's word that's going to set people free and. I, I don't believe we should ever compromise it, no matter what. We should preach it, whether we lose family, friends, it doesn't matter who walks out. But God's word is the 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 ish. It's the everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's really true. And even if we lose everything, we must. Yes. 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 And we'll not be the first to lose everything. If you look at the disciples, mm-hmm. if you look at the martyrs, I mean, God, there's a great cloud of witnesses. If you look at Job, he's, he lost yes. everything. But your yes. faith, that is the one thing that you... That you I remember there's this one guy in there. Actually, there's one guy that I dated before my husband. I thought that was like maybe for a week or two. It wasn't even anything serious. It was not... It wasn't from God. It didn't last. And I remember I told this guy in there. I told him that my my I, I want to have my first kiss at the altar. I told him that. I said, if you ever try to kiss me... Me, I love God more than you. I will leave you and not look back. Don't leave. I... <laughs> this guy was like, yo, you're such a scary girl. Like, what? What's yeah. going on? Like, I'm like... so scared. No, no. Yeah, he was like so scared. Like, you know, and I'm just like, no, but really, I, I was just like, I, I was really, um, I was really, I guarded myself by the grace of God. And I was like, I'm not ready for someone to just take it like that, you know? So, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he said, let me go think about this, whether we're going to continue in this relationship. <laughs> because it's like, hey, this, this is a bit deep for me. <laughs> and what did he say when he came back? Uh, no, it, it, I mean, he came back and he's like, okay, no, I'll, I'll try my best, you know, I'll try my best not to do anything. And, you know, God help me. <laughs> But the whole point is that I just felt like I needed to share my value system. And, and this is this yeah. is between me and God. I already told God, this is my value system. Please help me live it out. I'm not ready to lose it over some guy. I don't even know if he's going to marry me. And yeah, I am, you know? So that mm. is why I was just like, ah, it's God first. You know what? Even my husband, when we're dating, 
I would tell him that, I mean, if it came between you you and God, you do know that I'll go towards God, right? <laughs> so we, we both had that. <laughs> okay, we now it seems that. like... Yes, so you 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 were telling them in advance, right? Yeah. Now was it on the first date or second date or very early, very very early in the whole situation, Because I didn't want because I don't I don't like like you build an expectation and then somebody later is like rather you tell them upfront this is who I am I believe in God and this is my principles and my value systems and it's rather you tell them now and they can choose to walk out like he he said let me go think about it. He was, he was also Christian, but I think he was like, you can still kiss and you can still, but I was just like, no, you know? So he was like, let me go think about, which I respected him for. At least he was honest enough to say that, hey, I can't just say yes and, you know, I'm faking it. He at least said, I'm going to go think about it and get back to you. And I was like, cool, you can always, you know, I mean, God, there are other, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work out, imagine. So I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> it has really been really 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 great um yeah conversating with you it has yeah. i actually enjoyed this session and not only just enjoyed it i like learned from it like learned a lot and yeah, yeah i hope the lady or even a gentleman behind the screen was watching that right now <laughs> will um learn one thing or two from you and i think the lady will like a, girl, a Christian woman will learn a lot from yeah. this whole um, conversation. And mm. yeah, do you have any last words that you want to share with us before we let you go? Um, the last words I want to share is as a woman, you know, okay, I'm first going to speak to the woman. I don't know if I will speak to the men, but as a woman, like know your standards. You know, when you honor God, God honors you. You know, when you honor God, God honors you. Know your standards, know your values, and don't be afraid to communicate when it comes to singleness. And I mean, if a guy is, they, the red flags are always obvious, you know, you can already see by the little compromise. So if you see red flags, don't, don't think that it's, it's going to change in marriage or, you know, know what you are worth know what know what you're worth when i mean what you're worth know that jesus christ died for you and he has placed something precious inside of you marrying somebody is not just about a ring on on a finger it's your destiny you know it's your destiny you guys can together take on the kingdom of darkness do you want to marry somebody that's lukewarm somebody that you have to encourage read your word pray let's study you know not to marry somebody that um so basically what I'm saying is know what you want. When I say know what you want, I don't mean in the sense of, uh, um, I don't mean in the sense of uh, uh, maybe unrealistic expectation, but I mean like know what you want in Tom. the sense of yeah <laughs> even that i mean after all god is our father god is our daddy you know me i told my father and a daddy me i like i like i like a guy like this so if he can be something like that i'll be really happy you know but if he's not I, i'm willing to really compromise you know i know that you have my best interest at heart but obviously i i was really honest with him so be honest with god about what you want and 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 when it comes to seasons and transitions like work on yourself like like work on yourself as a woman, work on your mind, work on your emotions, learn to forgive, learn to let go, learn to love, learn to respect, learn to honor people, learn not, let go of bitterness, let go of resentment, work on your yourself, your mind, work on your emotions, work on your relationships. Don't just make a, a friendships with people that are on your level. You know, make friends with people that are 10 times better than you so that you can be challenged, so that you can be grow, so that you can grow. If all of you guys are just, uh, my prayer, I, I spend about 30 minutes of, of praying and reading the word. 
if there's all of you, you they say you're the average of your friends, you know? So if you find somebody that it's three hours, four hours, that's more committed to God, somebody that loves God more than you, you know, surround yourself with people that will build your relationships, you know? So I want just these six areas, your finances, you know, your tithes, your disciplines, your spiritual disciplines, your emotional, your mental work on these things, grow as a woman holistically and take good care of yourself and also enjoy life while you're at it. Like, travel i went to um i went to europe twice i went to paris by myself to france with a backpack and listen i enjoyed my enjoyment <laughs> so like enjoy travel like have times with god like you, you know when i was traveling it was like me and god i was like yo i'm not alone guys i'm with god and i'm traveling i'm enjoying the world but i'm going and to yeah, I'm going to Paris, I'm going to France. And I did this while I was single, right? I did this while I was single. I went to Germany, I went to France, I went to Italy. Just, yeah, not with or even in anything, just, you know, personal goals. Set personal goals for yourself. Like, okay, I want to do this. I want to set my personal goals I want for myself. I want to think like this. I want to I wanna sit amongst great women. I want to have certain conversations, you know? So, and, and really work towards it. Like, it, it yeah, just... Don't ever settle for mediocrity. I do believe that God has placed special, something special in each and every single person on, on earth. So you must never look down on anyone, no matter who they are, what, what position they hold. But respect, honor people. And yeah, work on yourself and build yourself. And as a woman preserve yourself like um like one of like i said one of my my prayers have always been like god let me have my first kiss at my wedding sometimes okay things happen and we, we fall short but that doesn't mean that's who you are take from that take the step now and start and preserve your womanhood preserve yourself build that woman of value god wants that for you you know so yeah that's just my last word like i don't have any words for the men i'm so sorry but i'll address the woman <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, just 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 take care of yourself and and uh, find um like I go and I sometimes I just go to the coffee shop like I think Monday I went to a coffee shop and I ordered my coffee I was by myself I was reading my book and yeah do things you love and just be intentional about yourself and mm. and if you're married don't lose yourself also in marriage do the things you used to do before you're married do them still and yeah. I think that was my last message. And God loves you. And yeah, he, he loves you. Build that deep, intimate relationship with him. And go all out for God. Do not, don't play it small. Don't like, okay, God, I'm just gonna, you know, go all, all right, out for mate. God. <laughs> I yeah, you did a preach, lady. <laughs> yeah, like, I literally I'm making like, sure that I hear you. God message to women you know i i'm so passionate about these things guys <laughs> yeah, no, i know i can yeah. see you are passionate about it and it's really really heartwarming yeah. to hear um yeah. such encouragement for from a fellow um lady and someone who was also uh, like a single person for quite a number of years yeah. as well yes and yeah i i i appreciate your time yeah i appreciate <laughs> you being here all right, no, I, I actually really do appreciate your time. I appreciate mm. your wisdom. I appreciate yeah. your, the grace that the Lord has put upon you. And we, we pray that it shall continue that way. Where, where you have taken out, the Lord shall put more. And Amen. Yeah, keep on teaching us, keep on 
going out there for God's people. And yeah, yeah. we love and appreciate you so much. Amen. Thank you so much. And is thank you so much. Thank you so much for the invite. I am so honored. Yes, um, guys, there was Shemaine, a woman of wisdom. And she's like now feeling herself. <laughs> yes, uh, I really hope you learned um, one thing or two. But as for me, I have learned a whole book, you know. <laughs> yes, and uh, uh, yes, please do like if you like the video. Like if she has spoken to your heart, please do like or subscribe and also um, share and for my people that I always love even though somehow I do forget the podcast uh, thank you for listening and keep on listening and hearing um, uh, people of God that have wisdom that will yeah. speak to an interview on a daily basis and yeah thank you for coming for listening and coming this far thus far with us and for me and Shemaine bye <laughs>